Welcome to the Jesus is Winning podcast. I'm Mark Baxter and I'm your host. Get ready to be encouraged and inspired from gospel stories around the globe. Jesus is on the throne and he is winning. Hey, this is John and Colleen. We're here in Delhi, or I should say New Delhi, right? Yeah. And there's some good things happening here. Jesus is winning in New Delhi, just like everywhere else in the world. Yeah. So tell us a few things. What's going on here? Why are you here? How did God get you here? Go for it. You go first. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was like, this wasn't like a place we wanted to come to and live here. We, We knew that God was like sending people to Delhi. We were like, nope, that's good for them, but please don't send us to Delhi, Lord. <laughs> anything but this, anything but this place. But uh, the Lord changed our hearts, um, and we've really just grown to love this place. It's a beautiful city, thirty-three million people, all living in how many? Thirty-three million. Thirty-three million. Ten <laughs> percent of the entire U.S. population lives in this city. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And India is uh, scheduled to, or estimated to surpass China's population by April of 2023. So it will be the largest populous country in the world. Wow. Amazing. So we just really feel that this place is so strategic for the gospel because there are Indian people, every country, every nation of the world, there are Indian people there. And we just really believe that once the gospel takes hold of, of the Indian people's hearts and God raises them up and sends them out to the nations that every nation will be blessed by by indian believers we truly believe that and so we are here wanting to be a part of globalizing mobilizing the indian church to not only reach their oikos but be raised up to to be sent to the nations and and our church also has that vision here our delhi church you want to tell them about it yeah it's a church of about 1000 believers uh, attend regularly uh, and they just they, they are a hundred percent sorry no they are zero percent funded by the west nice. uh, no outside support it's really just all local um and sustainable they've just purchased land uh from Which everyone always told them it was impossible to purchase land in india yeah. but they did and, it and they purchased land right in the middle of a place where so many different cults uh arise from and they said no big church will ever survive or thrive out there and well they just bought the land and they had their inauguration service and they had three thousand people attend so uh so he's he's being made known he's being made known even in the darkest places amen one of my favorite things about this church is our very first sunday we we attended the pastor stood up and he said thank you america thank you the west but it's time for the indian church to rise up and to be the one sending and giving to the world and so we are just so excited what God is doing here and we're excited to be a part of it. And we want to encourage you all that you can be a part of it too. If you want Amen. to come to India, please just let us know. We would love to recruit and love to have you here, host you for a vision trip. And uh, if not if not going, then definitely you should be a part of it through your prayers and through your giving. So Right on. Now, how long have you two been here? Three and, and a half, half years now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. awesome. Wow. So your church—that's uh, that's pretty exciting here in Delhi. People don't think about churches like that. No. How did you find that church? It was, yeah. Okay. It, it was uh, somebody recommended it. Yeah, some uh, another foreigner recommended it. Said 
I've heard about this church, maybe you should check it out. And so we, we did and it was uh, really amazing. They, they have a, a large online presence. So they get to um, show their teachings that they are available in places like Dubai, um, Brazil, Brazil, the US, Australia. UK, I mean, just all over and it's, it's great. I think there's even one in Costa Rica, I could be wrong, but it's, it's just fascinating, like the reach that this- A global presence. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we really wanted to know more about uh, the power of the Holy Spirit because we knew that, I mean, I, th I think it's true everywhere, but if you're going overseas without a right understanding of who the Holy Spirit is and the gifts that he gives you, um, I think you're gonna have a hard time dealing with spiritual warfare yes. in that sense. Yes, and I feel so convinced that, that we should be doing ministry the way Jesus did ministry. Uh -huh. And so if Jesus cast out demons, then we should be casting out demons. If Jesus was healing the sick, then we should be healing the sick. And you know what? If Jesus raised the dead, then we too should be oh, raising the yeah. dead. And so I believe that that's something we've been really encouraged by this church is that we want to do ministry the way Jesus did ministry. And wow. so his normal yeah. should be our normal. We have Christ living within yeah. us. We have the mind of Christ. We have the Zoe life of God flowing within us. So why aren't we doing the same thing? Yeah. So do you have a story of a healing recently? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of healings. Lots. Healings happen every Sunday at our church. Awesome. Deliverances from uh, evil oppression happen every Sunday at our church. Yeah. Wow. But one of the most amazing healings that really is... Uh, was really shook the church was this man he was um he wasn't able to walk properly for 25 years yeah. he used a cane to walk and he came uh he came to church first sunday first time coming to church yeah. he asked the pastor to pray for him the pastor laid hands on his legs the man got up and started dancing through the church yeah. and then i think it was the next sunday his hands were so crippled from having to walk and hold the stick for 25 yeah. years that his hands were crippled and the man's like well if he healed my legs he should be able to heal my hands and so again he prayed for his hands and his hands just opened up and that fam that man and his family and so many of the kids that live in his you know uh more impoverished uh, community. They all come every Sunday by a bus and buses and buses of these kids, and they are rejoicing in the Lord, their yeah. healer. Well, yeah. It sounds kind of sounds like Jesus is winning here in New Delhi, huh? Yes, is. Jesus is winning. Yes. <laughs> don't don't listen to the lies that say <laughs> that ministry is hard in India. Yeah. It's it's not. Ministry is easy. It's easy when you have the power of the Holy Spirit within you. Ministry is easy. Don't wow. let anyone lie to you and say it's hard. That is so good. Wow. Well, tell me something practical. Tell me about the food. I just <laughs> had some with you. Yeah. What was that? It was... Butter chicken. Butter chicken. Yeah. Oh. It's very delicious. Very creamy. <laughs> Butter chicken, some garlic naan, and yeah. some paneer. Paneer is oh, yeah. that cottage cheese-like thing. It's delicious. Oh, man. But yes, we love Indian food. It can be very spicy, though. We've had some Indian food that was straight fire, and you just yeah. have to like down yeah. some milk you, products. You, <laughs> you can you can say if you like if you don't want the food to be spicy, you can tell them just not spicy at all, and they'll they'll help you out with that. But I mean, you're an Indian; you gotta have spicy food. You have to, if you're gonna yeah. do it, just do it. Yeah. The other fun thing about Indian food or Indian drink, I should say, is chai. So I have to tell all my American viewers here that uh, every Indian is so frustrated or confused maybe why Americans call it chai tea. Uh. And let me explain to you on behalf of India that <laughs> chai is the Hindi word for tea. 
So when you say chai tea, you're saying tea tea. Uh -huh. And they're like, you wouldn't have tea any other way. <laughs> and so in their mind, chai is just chai, not chai yeah. tea. But yeah. uh, you can't come to India without having a nice glass of chai. Mm, yeah. Amen. It's delicious. So how did you get your initial calling to come mm. to India? Yes, God chose India for us. We did oh. not choose India. In fact, I was a new believer at the time. I came to faith through a campus ministry called The Navigators. And when I was uh, about a year into my faith walk, I just had a vision of, of this place. And I, I, I've never been there. It was this brown landscape and these flat roof buildings. And it was, it was like a picture of the back of me looking at this landscape. And the Lord, I felt like, captioned this vision and said, you will be my hands and feet sharing the love of God in India. Wow. And so when yeah. he told me that, I was like, I have no idea what that means. But if that's where he wants me to go, God, you better show the way because I don't know how to do that. And when I met my husband, I told him that vision. So date number one, we yeah. talked about India as being a long-term yeah. long plan for us. Because in context <laughs> in context of that, I, I remember in the old church that I was going to, it had a map of the entire world and it had the 1040 window uh, right where the Middle East is, covering parts of India, and then all the way to China and North Korea and, and Japan. And these viewers know what the 1040 window is, right? You well, should. they should if they're believers, you right? Should. You <laughs> should. Just in case they don't know, tell them what the 1040 window Come is. Come on. This is, this is an approximation. This is where roughly at, at the time when I, when I heard it was 2 billion people uh, who... <laughs> have never heard who have very very little access to no mm -hmm. access to uh the good news um and i and very few workers like us will actually go to the field to them many of us will just go to places that have already been taken i mean amen praise god that many of those places have been taken but now this is it this is the final the final push. frontier the final yeah. place where jesus has not yes. yet been known but is this being is, made this known. is the yes. this amen. is this is the battle of the bulge but mm -hmm. <laughs> i remember um i felt so broken for it i felt like this isn't fair uh i've passed by so many churches heard so heard I've changed the channel, Christian radio station, three different times on the way to church, and yet these people have no access. Mm. So I remember putting my hand in the middle of that map and seeing the verse above it that said, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Mm. Therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would send out more laborers. And I said, God, I don't know where you want me to go, but I want to go there. Mm. And, when I, and when Colleen told me that she was called India, I'm like, sweet. That's in the 1040 That's window. It. Let's go. That's it. All right, let's go. So it. from our very first date. Like what's India? India was on the, the agenda for us. The, the and you got married a week later. Is that right? Not quite oh, a week, not but quite, basically. Not quite. Yeah. We got married and actually we came to India before we got married. It was okay. like the best or worst premarital counseling could oh. ever have coming to <laughs> India. Yeah. But we came, heard the Lord so clearly confirm that this is where he wanted us. And, and uh, we got married and then through some wise counsel, from our church back in the U.S. said don't do anything or make big decisions for your first year of marriage. And we're like, well, we already knew we were going to India, but we obeyed and submitted yeah. for one year. And then as soon as that year was over, we got ready to go. <laughs> We've like, been here for- like, all right, no time to waste. Let's been here for three and a half years now, so. Yeah. Any regrets? No. No, no. I I mean, it's all it's all a journey. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, 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 came, we came during a time of COVID and it felt really rough um, being homesick and, you know, just trying to wonder, like, are the seeds we are, are the seeds we're we're sowing into and planting? Uh, is, it, is it ever going to show, you know, fruit? 
and I and I think looking back at it now, it's like, yeah, you know, it, I mean, it was hard, but you know, we're seeing fruit now from so seeds we planted three and a half years ago yeah. in many people's lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so just, I mean, and you know, the yeah. Lord says it's our responsibility to sow the seed and he's going to grow them. Yeah. yeah. And so we just, that's what I feel like most of our ministry is, is it's sowing seeds. It's sowing seeds into non-believers like the auto drivers or the baristas at the coffee shops, or it's sowing seeds of casting this vision of go yeah. and share with your coworkers and your neighbors and with believing friends. So we, we just yeah. plant seeds everywhere we go and we trust God with the fruit. Yeah. Now you were telling me about some people you met at Starbucks, right? Yeah. Just last Tell me night. that story. What happened? So we went to, <laughs> we went in, we had to go get a gift. Um, and for who? For you. For you. Oh, for yeah. You, you have we have Starbucks. to give a gift to anyone who travels across the pond to come see us. <laughs> I know. If you, come, if you come visit us, we'll give you a gift. <laughs> um, you, uh, but we went in there and we started, uh, we we're talking Hindi. Uh, with them just because that's just what we always do and they were just so amazed that you know foreigners were speaking Hindi to them and they were like we have to talk to you um, and they offered to make us free coffee and chat with us and we're like well it is late and we don't normally don't drink coffee at night so we're like well why not it's free coffee why not it's free we'll co it's free coffee guys. from Starbucks I'll take it <laughs> um, and uh, yeah we got to hear about them learn from them uh, what their passions are the things they like uh, their, ambitions, their ambitions yeah hobbies. and then uh we got to i mean it's just normal I, and i think that's the thing it's just it comes naturally it does yeah, i don't ever have to feel like i have to force uh jesus into their lives but like it's just sharing somehow we got into sharing <laughs> testimonies about what he has done in our God lives awesome. and they were just amazed they're like wow that's awesome i'm like yeah want to join <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to second that. That sharing about Jesus is not hard. It's just uh, it, if, if Jesus is the Lord of your life, he's going to naturally come out of your mouth. You know, the Bible says what's in your heart comes out of your mouth. Yeah. And so there's so many relatable things about how Jesus has walked with us on a, you know, in a in a place that we've never been before and we're between buses or trains and we don't know where we're going and you know, every time we're in those situations, we know that Jesus is with us and he's going to organize somebody to come and help us and be a blessing to us. Us, or even during things like that we want you know he's a good father and we wanted a pet cat which mark knows about our cat we love oh, yeah. our cat yes. but that cat i mean her name is eliana because truly she is an answer to prayer eliana in hebrew means god has answered me and uh -huh. so telling our story about how god knows our hearts and he loves us and he cares for us that you know even something as as small or simple as providing a pet cat is how we talk about our testimony of how jesus is a good dad and he loves us and he uh, loves us so yeah so we share just testimonies about how god is good and how what he's doing in our lives with anybody and everybody who will listen to us and that's how we yeah. that's mostly how we share about jesus uh, sometimes we'll use like like in terms of strategy we'll take the cat with us put her in a like <laughs> like one of those plastic bubble backpacks and then like everyone looks around and is like is that a cat <laughs> is that real is that from the u.s is that here and then we get to share all like the story of you know how god has answered our prayers with the cat yeah and it's, it's an evangelism cat <laughs> <laughs> she didn't sign up for this but we signed her up for it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh that's so good so <laughs> You already invited some people to come and join you, right? Yeah, we yeah. would love to. And uh, yeah. I know that in March, we're planning a, a trip, hoping to recruit some people to come. Just check it out. There's a big Indian festival called Holi. It's the one where they 
spray all the colors on oh, people. Okay. And so we're planning a trip on, around the date of Holi. And so we would love to, to have you if you're interested, contact Mark and get yeah, our email. Yeah, that's Come. Awesome. Come, that's so good. Yeah. So encouraging, cause you're right. We do hear things about sometimes how difficult it can be. Yeah. And I, I know you've had challenging times, but we have challenging times in America, right? So, so exactly. But it just seems like <clears throat> you guys are doing good. Yeah. You're loving life. We love yeah. it. And you know what? It's about perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, if you keep saying and thinking that life is hard or that it's going to be difficult or, oh, we won't see fruit for seven years. You know, if you keep thinking that and speaking yeah, that, like, then that's yeah. what's going to happen. You yeah. know, but if you know when things are hard, we don't deny that they're hard. We just know that we serve a God that's bigger than that hard circumstance. That's and so good. when you have the perspective that God is always for me, he is with me, he is empowering me, then those hard circumstances, they're so small compared to our big, big God. Amen. And so that's, that's so the perspective good. we need. Amen. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh-oh. Can you say the Lord's Prayer in Hindi? Oh. Well, uh, hey, we won't know if you make a mistake anyway, so just try. Hamara pita, Hamare pita, Swarg me hai, Aapka Raja, Aapka Din ka Khana, DJ, Aapka Din ka Khana, DJ. Oh, like you skipped part, like your kingdom come, you will come. Aapka Raja, Aapka Raja, Aye, or Aapki Itcha, Hojaiga, Hojaiga, or Aapka Khana, Aapka Din ka Khana. Yeah, DJ. honor, honor. Or Hamari Papi. Hamari Papi. Uh, maaf kar dijiye. Maaf kar dijiye. Uh, Darn, this is so hard. That's actually funny. We've That's never good. tried this. We never tried longer. it, but it but it puts us on the spot. You're like, oh, <laughs> like all of a sudden the Hindi tracks start to like move, and it's like. Normally they, they, we they... Uh, we uh we love as we showed Mark we we love to just bless our auto drivers as we're getting out of uh the taxi and we just say. Which means Lord Jesus bless you. Oh, or we yes. often also say um, which is the Lord Jesus loves you. You oh, know, yeah. I heard recently from uh, one of our pastors that out of the 330 million gods in Hinduism, there is no God of love. And so the fact wow. that our God is a loving father just will change people's lives. So we love to say that. Our Lord Jesus loves you. And we say it to the, the those beggar children that come up and, Amen. and it just blesses oh, them. Oh man, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. So, yeah. That God that God is smiling upon you. Like people need to people want to know. Yeah. Especially like in the situations that they're in, because everyone everyone's going through something. Yeah. But they want to know is is God is is God smiling upon them? Does God yeah. care about Does me? God Does care God about me? And it's like absolutely, absolutely, oh. absolutely. So that's how we go, and we bless people in Jesus' name. Amen. What a blessing! Jesus is winning in New Delhi, and He's yes. using you guys to let people well, know. There you go. Jesus is winning. Is Prabhu Yeshu Jitrehehe? Amen. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome.